Is Ponyo a departure from the standard Studio Ghibli overtone movie universe? Let's talk about that on this episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast. This episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast is brought to you by Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online game retailer. Each week, they have brand new bundles that last for only a limited amount of time. And with Humble Bundle Monthly, for a flat fee each month, you gain access to over $100 worth of games for only $13. A game I received was Soul Calibur 6, which normally retails at nearly $60. And I got it and several other highly rated games for the low price of $13. If you love games as much as I do, do yourself a favor and get Humble Bundle Monthly using the link down in the description or by using the link on our website. Not only will you be getting amazing games for yourself, you'll also be able to support the podcast. Back to the show. So the short answer to that question that I posed at the beginning is no. No, it's not a departure. It almost looks like one, but if you're not paying attention, you'll absolutely miss some of the overtones that this movie has that tie it in with other movies, specifically Spirited Away. While we're looking at this movie, I stopped and thought about it and thought, hmm, this is just like a classic fairy tale. It's got not a whole lot of the overtones that a lot of Studio Ghibli movie movies have. But looking over it, thinking about it, mulling it over, I realized that it's very similar to Spirited Away. And you might ask, well, how? Spirited Away doesn't have a mermaid character that wants to live on the land, much like the Little Mermaid. And you're right. Doesn't. However, there is one big aspect that is shown in Spirited Away that absolutely is very similar to Ponyo. It's not a major theme in Spirited Away, but it definitely is a driving factor in Ponyo. And that factor is human pollution. Yes, there was one scene in Spirited Away where an old river spirit was overtaken with garbage. Just pure garbage. Just tons of trash from the rivers, tires, bikes, everything. Trash. So at the beginning, Ponyo, character, is actually caught in human trash. And the main character, the father, played by Liam Neeson, the father of Ponyo, sees humans as destructive beings who only seek to pollute their environment. Now, I feel like I've seen that somewhere. Well, not only Spirited Away, but you can also say Princess Mononoke. Humans inadvertently destroying the environment of another more powerful creature. This guy com helps command the ocean. And humans have made him, rightfully so, Angry. They're destroying 
his environment. We would be angry if someone was destroying our environment. So there's a huge comparison there, which I love. That to me is a huge driving force. And that actually is how the movie starts. Ponyo is trapped in a glass jar and needs to be saved. So the boy that saves her accidentally cuts himself and she has a taste of human blood and transforms and has a desire to transform a human. And that upsets the father character as he thinks that humans will upset the balance of nature and humanity. And, you know, I can't argue that he's wrong. Every Studio Ghibli movie so far, just about, has had the idea of a balance between nature and humanity, mankind. There needs to be a balance there. It is very much in line with the way Japanese culture is. This is something that me and my wife were talking about. Actually, this morning, as of the day I'm recording this, we're talking about how it's not just Miyazaki who holds these viewpoints. It's very much a, a Japanese ideal. It's close to Taoism or, or Buddhism. It's sort of the unofficial, official, but not official religion of Japan. Japanese people are religious, but they don't have a religion, if that makes any sense. They believe in the certain methodical patterns of things, but you don't see them going into a, a church and praying to one deity, or you don't see them going into a, a temple and praying to one deity or a mosque or anything like that. There are shrines all across the country. To what? Different kami. I've talked about kami before here on the channel, and kamis are just giant spirits, something that is greater than mankind itself. So Mount Fuji is a kami. The ocean is a kami. It's a powerful deity sort of thing. Heck, redwoods in America can be a deity. The Grand Canyon, it's a kami. It's cool if we were to take and apply that idea. So, there's that idea of nature is a kami. And, by that definition, humankind is a kami. There is a near, a, a, a two sides of the coin, almost, of each side, rightfully so, trying to maintain their environment, and are accidentally taking some other environment. It is very much within the Japanese purview, Taoism, that nature is good. That's not to say mankind is bad, but to say the baser instincts of jealousy, lust, rage, anger, envy, those would be the negative emotions. It's very much like how a lot of things look, even going back as far as Nausicaa, the first stop in our Miyazaki series. Humankind isn't necessarily evil. Humankind is only a carrier for intention and emotion and beliefs. And the more greedy and angry a person, the more bad they appear. Now, is it bad to want things? No. Heck, even in this movie, the father figure wants his daughter back. 
He wants Ponyo to remain in the ocean. However, he does let a little bit of anger take over, and he floods the human realm, mankind, the land, as it were. And after some consoling with the mother figure, it's very much shown that he allows Ponyo to make a choice based upon love, an emotion. And once she decides that she wants to be human and that she truly loves the boy, he lets her go. That's it. He lets her go and recedes the waters. Think about that. An ocean spirit, an ocean kami, as you will, displayed a human emotion, anger, and fear. Fear of losing his daughter, which is all fine emotions. But he took them too far and attacked mankind. Just as in a lot of Studio Ghibli movies, mankind takes their greed and avarice too far and attacks the spirit world. Yeah, there may not be always that one-to-one, but think about that. It's emotion taken too far. I don't think anybody would argue that the father figure is absolutely within his purview to be scared and want his daughter back, to be fearful of what mankind, if they ruin the environment, will do to her. It's absolutely fine. As a father, I can say, that is terrifying of something unknown happening to my child. I would very much like my child back if something were to happen. But the anger, the destruction of taking away a choice. Ponyo is shown to make a choice, make a decision, be able to make cognizant decisions. And you have to let that respect. You have to let that abide. Now, that is not to say that you know, your four-year-old goes, I want to be a dinosaur. You go, cool, you're a dinosaur now. You do have to take parental responsibility, as I think as so common sense would say. But there comes a point where you have to let your children make a decision. As they get older, they make more decisions on their own. They make decisions you may not agree with. They may talk to people. They may talk to, you know, members of their interest and be like, I'm not a fan of that person. You know, they may not be a good influence on you or they may have friends and that such. You need to be able to say, I've given you all the information. I've given you the ability to make choice. Now I'm going to let you make a choice. Much like the father figure did at the end of this film. He made Lee let Ponyo and the boy make a decision about what was going to happen. The display True love. Now, in cartoons, it's always simplified. True love will make it all better, everything will be fine. That's not the way things work in real life, but hey, that's why we have movies. Because we get to stop at the, and then they lived happily ever after. That's where we get to stop. However, in real life, that doesn't quite work out that way. There are still consequences to actions. Maybe happily ever after is happily ever after for the next five years. Happily ever after for the next ten years. You never know. Decisions are not always concrete or permanent. Decisions can be made and decisions can be changed. Much like the oceans and the tides. Wow, I'm tying this all together. Look at that.
Ponyo is one of those films that, if you don't stop and think about it, it's a pretty simple movie. It almost is reminiscent of Disney's Little Mermaid. And it's sort of similar, but it's sort of not. It's definitely written from a Japanese folktale, where a ocean goddess fell in love with a fisherman. Everything ties together. Very much of Miyazaki's work ties in to some form of Japanese mythology. Maybe some of it may be a little bit obscured and hidden under levels of detail that you, you may not notice, but it's there. And through that carries the thread that Miyazaki carries. It carries the idea of how Japan views the world at one point or even in the modern era. The Taoism, the Buddhism, it's carrying an idea that there is greatness and goodness in all things, but too much of even a good thing can be bad. You know, a healthy fear is great. Fear of the unknown is, is fine. No one is saying don't have any fear about going into the dark cave and, you know, just brazenly walking in. Too much fear, to the point of cowardice, is a harmful attribute. And it's really interesting to continue to think about how these attributes change through the movies. We've only got a couple more of them to go, but I'm really excited to be able to see where Miyazaki was able to take them, where he was able to take emotion, character depth. We're moving into the modern era with the Miyazaki films. We're moving into Arietti, things that have come out since I started dating my wife. It's really interesting to be able to move into that era and go, I remember when this came out. Many of the Miyazaki films that I've reviewed so far have come out when I wasn't really paying attention, or I never got to see them in theater because it was not in my idea at the time. But now it is. If there's a Miyazaki film, heck, I'm taking off work to go see it. I'm going to make an effort to be there. We're moving into the modern era to where I remember them being in theater. I remember going, my, I think my wife is going to go see that. I have to work or whatever. My wife is going to go see that. It's interesting. I'm excited to go into these films knowing that I remember them being in theaters because that will help me define my world. We're now being able to bring in the modern scope of the way we see things and bring it into a more modern light. We're able to bring an art form that has been continuing since before I was born, and it's the same film director is making films that absolutely, they have not been bad. There have been some that I'm not as into, but none of them have been bad. All of them have been pretty good, all things considered. How many other directors can you think consistently make good things, even after many of them, they're like, well, it could be a risky thing. We don't know how it's going to go, but we're going to give this guy Miyazaki some effort. We're going to give him some leeway. It's like, guys, have you been watching his career? He hasn't made a bad film yet. He has not made a bad film yet at all. So why are we, why are we skeptical of this man? Which I'm excited. So I hope that you are excited as well. Let me know down in the comments down below what you, what your first Studio Ghibli Miyazaki film was. Was it Ponyo? Was it the, the Cat Returns? What was it? Is it one that I've covered before? And be sure to share this podcast 
with your friends. We absolutely look too far into films sometimes, but you know, sometimes looking too far into something helps see things that you may not have seen before. It's all a thought exercise. So be sure to share it with your friends, be sure to like it wherever you're listening, and we'll see you next time on the next episode of the Gaming and Show Podcast. Peace! Thanks for tuning into the Gaming and Chill Podcast. We hope you liked it. It would be really helpful if, on your given listening platform, you were to leave a comment and give us a rating. For more on the Gaming and Chill Podcast, you can visit our website at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. And from there, you can read anime and game reviews that are not on this podcast. You can also find links to all of our social media where you can follow us. Thank you again for tuning in, and we hope to hear from you soon. Cheers!